Hello, baby. Hi, honey. There's a rockabilly party Saturday night. You gonna be there? I got my invite. You gonna bring your records? Will do. First off, you need a setup in order to play vinyl, the turntable, an amplifier. Uh, today I'll be demonstrating with this particular record, Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. So when handling the record, you want to treat it as a CD. Uh, you don't want to touch where the grooves are, but you want to handle it by the edges and the center of the vinyl record. Okay? So uh, music is on, on, the both, on both sides, so you want to grab it by the edges, place it on your turntable. Start off with side A. And before you start playing it, in order to preserve the life of your record as well as the sound quality, you want to clean off the dust off the top. So in order to do that, you could purchase one of these little things called a anti-static record cleaner. So, and um, go ahead, turn on the turntable, press start to get it spinning. Grab your static anti-static record cleaner, start from the center and slowly move out to the edges to grab all the dirt and dust out of the way. Alright, once we got that done, you want to lift up the tone arm. In some cases, there's clips on the tone arm, so you want to undo that first. Use a lever to lift the tone arm up. Grab the, uh, the head of the tone arm, move it towards the edge of the vinyl, where there's a thicker black line. I don't know if you can see that if you zoom in closer. 
that line right there. And if you see that white line, you want to aim it just so that it's on the top of the edge. Okay. And you just want to slowly put turn uh, put the arm down. Okay. And that's pretty much all there is to it. So the vinyl will play until the needle runs all the way to the center. And once it finishes playing, uh, the way you want to safely stop is to lift the torn arm again, nice and easy. Press stop, move your torn arm back into place, put the lever back down, lock it back into place, and turn off your turntable. That's pretty much it. Stop. 
this lovely melody as Stranger in Paradise. But did you know that the original theme is from the Polybetsian Dance Number no. 2 by Borodin? So many of the melodies of well-known popular songs were actually written by the great masters, like these familiar themes. the best loved melodies from the classics have been gathered by Vista Marketing into a big four-record collection. Yes, here are 120 of the greatest works of Strauss, Beethoven, Schubert, and many more, performed by Europe's finest musicians. Uh, it's a priceless introduction to the classics that will enrich every home. But there's a great deal more. You also get this special collection of piano masterpieces. 30 of the most beautiful melodies ever composed for the keyboard. Yes, now you can get 150 of the world's greatest music masterpieces, all for only $12.98. This collection is also available on 8-track cartridges and cassettes for only $15.98. Yes, here's a unique opportunity to own a complete library of the world's most beautiful music. Here's how to order yours. Call 1-800-453-6100. 1-800-453-6100. Or save $4 in COD charges plus handling by mailing check or money order for $12.98 for the record albums or $50.98 for the 8-track or cassettes to the classics. Box Radio City Station, New York, New York, 10101.
Get out old Dan's records Get out old Dan's records We will dance the whole night long It's fun to play the old time songs If old Dan could see us now I know he'd be so proud Bring out old Dan's records Bring out old Dan's records
roses are red and violets are blue. One of the songs that we all knew. We dance a close as blue veil or it would fall. How well I remember the thrill of it all. What did you do with your old fights? They used to be such a part of our life. They got us holding with those few ups and sighs. Each time that song plays, my love for you clearly survives, along with the memories and those forty-fives. What did you do with your old forty-fives? They used to be. In my head, everywhere that I go, I've got records in my head spinning out of control. They go round and around and again, round and around and again, round and around and oh yeah.
Sometimes I don't wanna deal. No one cares what I think or feel. Peel off the plastic, smell the vinyl. For me, it's like a holy Bible. We sell a lot of records, and records cost a lot of money. But what good is spending a lot of money if your records don't sound good because of dust and static electricity? That's why I recommend to all our customers the new record vacuum by Ronco. It's so easy to use. Just insert any size record, 33 and a third, 45s, 78s. The new record vacuum automatically vacuums away all the micro dust particles that distort sound and can damage your needle. It also eliminates static electricity buildup. The record vacuum by Ronco protects your records and gives you all the quality sound you paid for. It makes this sound like this. For the price of a couple of albums, protect your records and prevent damage to your needle. If you want the best possible sound from all your records, get the new record vacuum by Ronco. In fact, buy two or three. They really do make great Christmas gifts. And they're only $14.88. Now you can get every record ever recorded. <laughs> Yes, in this one-time-only mixed bag special, every record ever recorded. From the same people who brought you hits of 51, 52, Hungarian love songs, songs that begin with the letter P, every possible combination. Every record ever recorded. We mean literally that. Every record ever recorded since recording began. We drive a truck to your house and deliver every single record ever recorded. You get classical. Ich habe genug, Cantata 82 by Bach. Ich habe genug. Johnny Cash, I walk the line. Lithuanian language records. Sesu, yes. Sesu, yes. Sesu. Chances are I want to know. Yes, every record ever recorded. Plus, if you act now, an ice crusher. <laughs> How do you do? My name is Conrad Jarvis, and I've been dead for six years. But this record offer is so spectacular, I had to come back to tell you about it. Every friend of mine has got a tape player in their car. I just got an AM radio, and it don't pick up too far. So I went down to the store.
How in Sam Hill do you make it go? Well, he sat me right in my face and said if I hadn't been in such a darn hurry to go, he was going to tell me. He said I had to have some selections and some needles to make it work. Needles, I said. Young man, you made a legal mistake. I bought a singing machine, not a sewing machine. Well, he said it wouldn't sing, nor play, nor talk, nor nothing without needles. So I told him to send me a good lively tune and a needle and a spool of thread to sew it on with, and I'd try it again. Well, when we finally got it to going, it played a mighty good tune. I swam the man if it didn't swing along something like an old camp meeting tune we used to sing. The name of it was uh, Hesitation Walk. Well, we played it and played it for about a couple of weeks and got it most learned by heart. And one day, George Macklin come in and says, uh, Uncle Zed, why don't you play the other side of your tune? Well, I never thought of that. And he flopped that over on its back and played another tune, most good for Buster. That was called One Step. But by Jiminy Crickets, it sounded to me like a whole flight of stairs. <laughs> well, one day I was down to Bradford with a lot of hogs, and I was getting my hair cut in the barber shop, and all of a sudden, I heard my hesitation waltz going. Well, I jumped up with that apron round my neck and shouted, Somebody stole my tune. But the barber says, Oh, sit down, sit down. I guess your tune keeps till you get your hair cut with it. Well, after I got all trimmed up, I listened all round, but it was stop, and I couldn't find it over. But the most curious thing about it was, when I got home, there was my tune right on the machine where I left it. Talk about your mistress. Well, Mariah says probably they made two needles just like by mistake, but I believe it was the spirit. Want to hear it too? Oh, <laughs> 
They ran down my pajamas and I tried to save the cat, but takes me to that funny show was blazing in the hill. Where can't you hear the steamer steamed away with steamboat bill? Left right all the light, the record they were burning, and love me and the world is mine. Drop on me nose for all anxiety, my wife now. What's the rubber tire?
tried to throw it out, but back again the trash men came. They were ashen white, like they'd seen Father Death. And they told me that it cried aloud and spoke to them by name. So they returned it, ran and prayed under their breath. And every night I long to coax you from that phonograph. Tights I once fulfilled. Its gaping mouth, obscene and wide, turns every tune to laughter, and its arm it waves commands to have me killed. It comes to me in dreams and it declares I'm shown above. You can burn me, but I. A super spectacular day Until You go out for a spin and the sunroof gives in And the steering wheel shakes so you slam on the brakes And the gears get all stuck as you sideswipe a truck And you run out of gas while you're trying to pass And you're stalled on the tracks and you try to relax But a train's coming through and it's headed for you And you have a quick flash as you brace for the crash That is not such a super spectacular day Hi friends. Welcome once again to the Bit Slap. I'm KBC and we're in for a rough ride tonight. Tonight is turntable night and record night. We're going to try it again. This is the fourth time and I, I'm guaranteeing it's probably going to be the last because baby I'm bringing this thing in on fumes. So uh, anyway let me tell you what we heard. We heard, uh, let's see, you started off with Hugo and Luigi. 
the Rockabilly Party. Now, I always thought that was a Phil Spector thing, but it wasn't. Uh, Hugo Peretti and Luigi Creatore were both uh, well-respected orchestra leaders, etc., in their day. So there you go. How to play a vinyl record? Steve, you... Speaks for itself. The turntable song was Deanna Durbin, who was actually more probably better known for her um, her lung capacity than her singing. She did not sing too well, I don't think. Anyway, the phonograph song, our medley, that was Pearl Carr and her Canadians, or the uh, Pearl Carr and the Canadians, not the Royal Canadians, okay? The late... Gordon Lightfoot, late great man. I've been digging into his stuff, and I'm finding stuff like this. Old Dan's Records speaks for itself. What did you do with your 45s? Another one, Bobby Vinton from 1989. I didn't know he was still active then. I'm not sure if he's still alive now. I should have looked. I didn't. Okay, and then we heard from Weezer, and that was Records. The Tape Machine song was Michael Peace. Uh, Yeah, we've all been there, I guarantee it. Uncle Zed by Zagraphophone, and I have to f- ask your forgiveness for this because I just played this song two weeks ago. I have really strict rules about repeats, but I didn't know I was going to do a record show uh, in two weeks when I played this two weeks ago on the 78 show, so please forgive me. That was Charles Ross Taggart, and uh, it won't happen again, okay, really. Uh, when the Gramophone Store Caught Fire, that I have played before, but by different people. This was Stanley Kirkaby from about 1915, the sheet music singer. Yeah, there was actually sheet music to this, and this guy sang it. I should get his name, because it's interesting stuff. The Song of Mr. Phonograph. How poetic is that, huh? Thou shalt not, after that, the haunted phonograph. And Mad Magazine, The Super Spectacular Day, number eight. There were eight different versions, and they all were on spiral grooves. So this whole thing... uh, Well, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, there were eight of them on one record, and it's like, woo. Could they do that? They did. Yes, they've done it before. Okay, so uh, wind up your radios, folks, because we've got more stuff coming up uh, like like this right here. Could you recall perhaps if this was the case, and also perhaps you could tell us a little of your first recording work? Sure. I've been watching VU meters move now for about 10 years. I began at my parents' home in Madison, Tennessee, writing little songs and learning how to disregard other musicians. By that I mean I am a self-taught overdubist where I can play every instrument and sing every voice part myself without relying upon another's lack of inspiration. You know, it's a well-kept secret that no one else in Nashville can really do a damn thing right. That's why I'm so big. Records are so much fun. Records are so divine. Records are the way I choose to entertain myself. Records are me, sounding a meter bell. Records look so good at me, they take so little space. Records are here, making their true embrace. Records make a man into a world celebrity. Records are good, records are right for me. Records are so much fun. Records are sick and bad. Records are so much fun. Records are sick and bad. Hey, hey, why is everybody watching TV? I got some records, people. 
1993, an overweight, non-singing, bleach-blonde young man moved to Nashville in search of a record deal. Here is his story. When I first stepped off of that Greyhound bus, a limousine flew by. It's kicking up dust, but heck, I didn't care. It's probably hauling Travis Tritt. Walked a few blocks, got a room in Shoney's, ate me some cheese whiz and a pack of bologna, and promised me a big steak dinner when I had my first hit. See, I got a cousin, and he's got a friend's got a buddy and put an air conditioner in at a record company right in the heart of Music Road. And he got to talking with a security guard, he'd been there a few weeks, met a bunch of the stars, said there's only a handful of people you need to know. 
There's Galani, Hendricks, Stegall, Stroud, Gallimore, Butler, Beckett, and Brown. Any one of them fellas can make you a millionaire. I figured next morning I'd call around and let them all know that I was in town, fresh off the stage from the Crokes Bunch County Fair. Well, I picked up the phone, started down the list. Some were in meetings and others I just missed. That was Monday morning. Here it is, Thursday night. I sat by the phone waiting for their call, watching old reruns of a Jerry Springer brawl. This old hillbilly's finally starting to see the light. Well, I'm never going to get a record deal. I got Janet Reno sex appeal in my booty. Just won't shake like Billy Ray Cyrus. But maybe I'll have my day in the sun if the record execs go deaf and dumb and all the big stars come down with laryngitis. I started picking out in front of them tourist places, went to Douglas Corners, did a few showcases, and tried to get in at a she-daisy listening party. Thought I might meet somebody that had a little tire hanging around at South Street's happy hour. Even gave a cassette to a guy who once was a roadie for Marty Robbins, that is. So I made up my mind to do one big show. My uncle Laura Bill said he'd put up the dough. Hoping I'd be beside Minnie Pearl in the hall. Oh, thanks. Sent out fancy invites to 12th and Porter with a demo tape on a cheap recorder. Hoping that all she don't hook, but nobody came. I'm never gonna get a record deal. Can't sing or break off like Kitty Gill. And my midriff ain't shaped nothing like Shania's. The only way I'll get on the radio is calling in on the morning show. Or every singer in Nashville comes down with a virus. Kind of like Streptococci or something. Now I was watching Oprah when the call came in. Sony Porcupine Records wants to see me attend. Can't hear a hit without a needle. That's their motto. So I called my lawyers, Bill and Steele, and said, Boys, I'm about to get me a record deal. You thought Ed McMahon had told me I'd won the motto. I went down early in my Wrangler jeans, big rodeo buckle in my hat all clean, and I waited over an hour just to be ushered in. And there he was behind that big old desk, the man who controlled the button of Nashville's success, and the way his dress wasn't a lick of country in him. He had a starch white shirt and an man. He suit, them Italian slippers, shorts, heck, wooden boots. He did think that phone receiver was hung on his ear. He booked a lunch, a haircut to have his nails done, a car wax appointment, and a 10K runner. Don't even think he noticed I was there. But then he looked at me and said, Cletus T. Judd, I didn't just fall off a turnip truck. I know it when I see talent and I see looks. You're going to be big, bigger than big. You'll sell more records than the Dixie Chicks, and you'll make them all forget about old Garth Brooks. Who? I've listened to your tape a hundred times, boy, I'm here to tell you, you're one of a kind in law. My career was hanging on every word he said. Of all the stars I've signed, you're the best, and I'd bet my life on your success. If I'm wrong, may lightning strike me dead. Then from a clear blue sky and out of nowhere came a lightning bolt, struck him right in his chair, and the words I've been longing to hear were the last he spoke. Then came the moment I'll never forget. Standing there looking at that Armani charcoal briquette, he said, sign right here. And then he croaked. Poor fella. Well, I finally got me a record deal, make sexy videos right back him. It won't be long before I sell a million. There'll be no more living off alone. Since I signed me a deal with Sony and even got me a bus like little Billy Gilman. That's right, I can even sing like Billy Gilman.
Purple Records, the people who brought you the hits of the 50s and 60s and the hits of the 70s and 80s, present the most unique collection of hits yet. Yes, it's the Hits of the Future, featuring all kinds of great hits from the 22nd century. You get the Frigatrons. Sidenor is our leader. Sidenor is all-knowing. Sidenor is our leader. Who won't be able to forget the Calbo 7? Sidenor is our leader. And of course, the Irish Rovers. And I said thank you, Zyblor, for keeping us alive through artificial means. The hits of the future, available only from Buerpo Records. Get yours tomorrow. Few in Sector 17. Remember that great song? Well, now you can get that immortal classic and 11 other blasts from the past on Borpo Records' hot new album, Golden Memories of Experimental Forays into Atonal Musical Compositions. Take a walk down memory lane with this wonderful collection of songs from days gone by. You get the Algerson Project's Treatise on Chromatic Disintegration. Ah, oh. Ah, oh. Ah. Oh, oh. Yes, it's an album that will bring you back to a time of surf, sun, and dissonant melodic instrumentation. Reminisce while listening to Eli Furstenberg's classic Random Composition for a Treated Guitar and German Shepherd. And what record of this magnitude would be complete without... Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old so order your copy of Borpo Records' Golden Memories of Experimental Forays into Atonal Musical Compositions today. Save COD charges by telling the postman that you don't have any money and could he please come back next week and then move. Yes, if you still want me, if you still want me, if you still want me.
notice me there So turn on all your charms In the package of my arms Julie Bob Hey, Julie Bob Come on now Julie Bob Hey, play Julie Bob Play, play Julie Bob You can play all day
walked into a tavern It was cheap and small With an ancient silent jukebox That leaned against the wall A girl stood near the jukebox With sad and hurting eyes When I asked if she was lonely She replied Drop some silver in the jukebox And I'll dance with you Though there's other guys around here Much handsomer than you But you seem like a good guy So I'll give you first chance Drop some silver in the jukebox And we'll dance So I fit the silent jukebox Just to dance with her And she played the longest saddest songs That I'd ever heard Then I asked her if she'd join me For a drink or two or three And she threw that same old message back to me Drop some silver in the jukebox And I'll drink your wine And listen to that case of blues That you get on your mind For your heart's either broken Or badly bent, I think Drop some silver in the jukebox And we'll drink So we talked and danced and drank Right up till closing time And when we walked out from the tavern Why well, I had spent my last thin dime So I asked her if she'd care to hear a little music Up in my place And she shoved that same old message In my face Drop some silver in the jukebox And I'll drink your wine And listen to that case of blues That you got on your mind Your heart's either broken or badly bent, I think Drop some silver in the jukebox and we'll drink Drop some silver in the jukebox and we'll drink The Edison Museum, performed by They Might Be Giants, Nicholas Hill Vocal made at Edison Laboratories. The Edison Museum, not open to the public, it has the power drive into the clouds above it. Folks drive in from out of town to gaze in amazement when they see it. Just outside the gate, I looked into the courtyard Underneath the gathering thunderstorm Through the iron bars I see the black Mariah Revolving slowly on its platform 
right, I know this is too late for Record Store Day, but uh, I, mean, you know, I don't think too clearly these days, okay? I'm 73 years old. Give me a freaking break, okay? Uh, anyway, starting, speaking of give me a break, this was R. Stevie Moore up top, and that was Records. I love R. Stevie Moore. He's like my brother from a different species or something. Uh, Brooke Benton, hit record. He had a hit record with that, by the way. Record deal from Cletus T. Judd. We're still waiting to hear the legal ramifications of that. We heard sellout from Real Big Fish, uh, Wilco, covering Nick Lowe. I love my label. Uh huh. The hits of the future and atonal music, both from the vestibules. Don't blame me. It's just that's what they were, and they were just perfect for for the evening. Uh, Resistance, covering Nick Lowe again. They called it rock. Joe South. That was the jukebox. We heard from the flirts. Jukebox, comma, or parentheses, don't put another dime. That's it. The flirts, okay? Uh, Drop some silver in the jukebox was Dick Curlis uh, from Fort Fairfield, Maine, which is way north of where I am, and it's up by Caribou, and it's on the Canadian border. That's all I could find out. Uh, But he is a... He's a, he's, a, he's a relic, and he's, of course, long gone, so I can say anything I want about him, but I like him, so there you go. The Edison Museum... That was They Might Be Giants, featuring the vocal talents of Nick Hill. That was recorded through a, um, well, what are they, what are they, megaphones or something, into uh, a cylinder. I was there. I saw it. I swear. Really, I did. Put me under oath. I don't care. Uh, we heard from uh, Joan Sims, and that was Carry On. No, 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 no. We heard from Joan Sims. That was Sweet Lovely What's-His-Name. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, she was one of the Carry On group. And this is from 1967. God save the 45s. Hats off, please. Stand at attention. That was tears for who knows when. All right. So uh, really, I'm telling you, we came in on fumes tonight, but I got a few more for you. Uh, A couple of B-sides for you, as well as uh, another word from our inevitable sponsor. Please come back next week because it's going to be my 700th show. What's he going to do? You're going to have to tune in and find out, and I'll bet you it's worth it better than tonight's show, okay? So enjoy, and I'll see you next week. Hey, man, what's up? Oh, oh, yeah, man, I got it, man. Just a minute, man. Hey, man! Just a minute, man. It's cool, man. I'll get it, man. The Zenith 2G tone arm and free-floating cartridge outperforms any other tone arm in automatic record changers. You get 100% greater stereo separation, 100% more compliance, and the truest frequency response. Zenith custom makes this cartridge and tone arm, unlike many of our competitors who use ready-made cartridges, cartridges out of a catalog. We also make our own stereo professional record changers, our own handcrafted amplifiers, AM, FM, stereo FM tuners, and special performance speaker systems. Matched and balanced Zenith components, quality components, working together and housed in genuine wood cabinets for the finest in stereophonic high-fidelity sound reproduction. Zenith performance is faithful to the original sound. Zenith performance ensures fidelity in the first and the most important place where sound reproduction begins. The Zenith exclusive Microtouch 2G tone arm with the free floating cartridge.
Oh, Rusty, you stay here and do some more varies. Yeah. Very, 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 very boring. Very, 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 very boring. Very, very, very... Yes, well, well, now you've bought it, we uh, might as well break the bad news. There's um, <clears throat> nothing on this side at all. Just nothing at all. It's no good you hanging on. I mean, there's nothing on this side, only me, and I'm not going to say anything. You might as well go. I... Well, look, you see, I've got to stay. I've booked this studio for an hour, and I've got to get the value. And if I could go, I'd go. You've got the chance. <coughs> it just takes nerve, that's all, I suppose. Just nerve. And a little time. I'll tell you what, I could... <coughs> I could let you have the silence with the... Vita tin or something. How's that sound for you? Yes, well, I mean, you won't feel too much of a twit. I mean, you'll know that there is somebody still in the studio. Well, oh, it's a different sound. That's the bottom of the tin I found here. That's a different sound altogether. I must admit, time goes slowly, doesn't it? Silence always goes slowly. You, I suppose you could try it at 78, but it wouldn't sound any louder, I suppose. Tell you, I'll tell you, I'll show you how big this journey is. I'll go over there, shout from the wall. See, over here. Over here. It's a little, it's a small studio. It's got a sort of a, a yellowish wall. You'll just have to believe me, I mean, it's yellow. Uh, can you, I want to, right over here, it's just about 20 feet away. Yes. <clears throat> Am I still under time in the studio? He says, yes, I've still got to keep going. Right. Hear about the two boiled eggs who are being boiled in a pot and one said to the other, I don't like being boiled alive. And the other one said, wait till you get out of here, they bash your head in. <laughs> Coming up the charts from 48,000 to 328 is the nothing record. The only record with two B-sides. Besides, besides a garden wall. These songs come to me all the time, you know. Yeah, what are you doing in here? Hey? Get out of here. Wait a minute, madam. I'm still using the studio. You get out of here. I'm sorry, dear. Don't tell me you're still here. If you are, say after me, I am a twit. What are you? That's better. Well, I'm off.